Hello, sweetie pie. Guys, it's Mel. It's Monty. Today, it's your podcast day. Yes. Love when you get all romantic like that. Mm, feeling romantic today. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We always say thank you. We sound so desperate how many times we say thank you, but we appreciate your ears listening into us. Sure do. We sure do. Sure we do. Sure do. Hey, um, Mel. Um, how funny is this story that mm. I just want to tell you quickly? So my girlfriend, she calls me and she's like, I just got to work. And she, she was driving and she said she could hear all this rustling in the back of her car. Oh, God. Just at different intervals. And she's just thought, oh, things must be rolling around and rustling into like paper bags and stuff like that. So I didn't think much of it. It was more when she was coming to like stoplights and stuff like that. But when she was just cruising, there wasn't much noise. So she was like, oh, it's, it's nothing. Didn't think anything of it until when she got gets out of her car, out of her car, good 15-minute drive, and she goes to get stuff out of her back seat. She opens her door and there is a chicken on the floor in her back seat. Yeah, a chicken. I always think you're going to go snake. Chicken. No, no, it's not a snake. Not a snake. It's a chicken. How did the chicken get into the car? Well, she must have left the door open. She does have chickens. So one of them, when she's opened the car door, has jumped in and has gone all the way to work. She was running late. So she's just had to have this chicken at work. No. With her and then dropped it back when she could get a bit of a break. But I'm like, oh, my God. That chicken went for a full drive, just hops in, would be like, where the actual fuck am I going? And obviously when she's coming to the stop lights. You know, when you drive by yourself, you're not that cruisy, you yes. know, so the poor chicken's like rummaging around thinking it's going to die and then so funny though. That's, you know, when something is so out of your reality, I hear that and I'm like, Same. I can't even, I can't relate at all to that story, but it's amazing. Neither can I. It's like when we first moved into our street, remember, I'm like, oh, there's a kid down the road yes. who's got a chicken that he puts on his skateboard and he rides. Well, this is in, we live in the burbs. Like, so he yeah. puts his chicken on the front of his skateboard and just skates around with his chicken called White Dragon. It's a white chicken. It's called White Dragon. Is and he I was still like, coming this? over? He's not coming over as much now, oh. no. But he used to come over with the chicken and he'd hold the chicken like a baby. And it's like the chicken would get comatosed and just he'd walk around with um, White Dragon in his hands. But that made me think of our anti bucket list, oh, which we yes. have spoken about yes. many a times, which is like, you know, how people have their bucket lists, what they're going to tick off in this lifetime. We've got the anti bucket list of what we're never going to do in this yep. lifetime. Unapologetically. I am never having chickens. Nah. They shit everywhere. Yuck. And I'm just going to buy my eggs. Like, no, I'm not having chickens to get two eggs a day. No. No. Nah. Nah. I remember being traumatised as a kid because my grandfather had um, his outdoor, like most wogs of that era, it was just like all fruit plants, tomatoes, yeah. vines, Was the whole whatever. backyard full? The entire backyard. And he had a yes. huge block in Brunswick, which is where... They all came anyway. Um, and I remember when we were really little, there were always these rabbits there. Mm. And they mm. were fatter and fatter every time we were there. And I remember one day we went there and the rabbits weren't there. I was like, oh, oh Mama, where are the rabbits? And he just looked at me and he's like, I-, I ate them. I said, What? No, no. He goes, I ate them. I just, I couldn't 
believe he would do that, not thinking that yeah. you do that all the time, you're, you're just buying it. He's, oh, God. Was, and so did, he yeah. would have skinned them himself too. It would hardcore. He Everything. How do you, would have he shot them? No, I reckon he probably would have just slit their throats. Oh, my God, he would have slit their throats and then skinned them and then eaten yeah. them. I reckon that can also go on my anti-bucket list ever eating rabbit. I don't think I'll ever eat rabbit. I'll never eat rabbit. Have you ever seen, oh, my God, have you ever seen like sometimes Mark um, has rabbits that he sells at work because he's got a, right. um, a couple of chicken shops, so he also sells rabbit. If you've ever seen one. Like in rabbit. It's disgusting. Oh, I have no interest. People are real partial to like rabbit stew and stuff like that. It's very big in the Maltese community. They love rabbit. Really? Yeah. So have a bit of rab rab. Yeah. No, I'm not eating that. No, I'm never doing it. Have I'm, you got anything to add to the anti-bucket list? Oh, my God, I do. Okay. Mm. My first. I am never going to use the word daddy in a sexual way. Oh, my God. What's that about? What is that? Uh, daddy issues, I reckon. It's I, I Look, I, oh, I read a definition on Urban Dictionary about it which mm. they're so funny, but, like, I can't even say what I read on this podcast because whatever, but there's lots of stuff around it being a dominant thing. Yeah, it would like, be, yeah. And, and I get that, but the word daddy, I can't separate it. I just no, can't no. separate it. It's so, Isn't it so odd? I don't think there's many people that are calling their partners daddy seriously. Hang on. Daddy's actually become part of the the language now with <laughs> – with the youngsters. Oh, like don't. he's such a daddy. No. Yes. No, you're joking. Yeah, we're old. See, we're we're old. But when yeah. I was doing that's foul. When I was doing the pick up with Kate, we did we gave each other tasks where we'd have to secret secretly record our partners with us calling them different names to see how they reacted. Mm. Like because we never call them anything but their names are I'll call Sam Babe. Yeah. And so then I would like things like my king and stuff like that. And one of them was daddy to see how they responded. And Sam just didn't even flinch, but I'm like, that's disgusting. Like I just called you daddy. No. I mean, whatever floats your boat, but that's a big. Daddy's wrong. Daddy's crook, no matter. And also I feel like we get to a certain age where you're calling people, your parents, mummy and daddy is crook. I just, no, no. Mm. I, I feel like. My kids hardly ever called us mummy or daddy. I miss when my yeah. kids used to call me mama. When mama, they were really yeah, mama. I know that's what Odie calls um, Sam dada oh. and um, me mum very unclearly. But I used to love your yeah, mama or mummy. I, I loved it. They d- it doesn't last very long. No, it doesn't. It's a real snapshot that time. Mm. But um. And the other thing I've written, and I don't want to sound unfeminist. Which is you were ready to go. Andy Bucket List ready. Go, girl. Because I've got like a running tally thing here. Every time I think of something, I'm like, "Mm, I'm never doing that. I'm never going to free bleed. Now, if you're not across this, free bleeding is a movement, which the concept behind it is great, like to draw attention to like the price of menstrual products, the effects on the environment, all that sort of stuff, breaking the stigma okay. and taboo around it. But it's basically getting your period and just not wearing anything, just letting yourself bleed all over the joint, right? And so if you need to go down to Woolies, you just go in your pants that are full of like got blood patches on them? This is the thing for me. I don't want to be around anyone's blood and I don't yeah. care if it's from your nose or your vagina. 
Or your elbow. I I don't care. I don't care. I I don't want to see it. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to be anywhere where it could come in contact with me. It's a. It's not a. Um, like it's not a shame thing. It's like a disease risk thing. I. (laughs) I. Um. I've never even heard of that. Well, we, it must be a very, like, no. I don't know, very alternative thing to do. We did stuff for the site around this. A woman I ran a marathon this. on her period and when she crossed that finish line, it was like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre down there. Really? Yeah, oh, she just bled everywhere. And stuff like that. So she was just trying to make this political statement. But I'm like, some, I don't know, again, this is probably ageing. But some things are just. Mm. I don't oh, know. and let's not t- discount how fucked it is that there are many places around the world where where girls have to miss out on school because they don't have sanitary. We're not talking about any of that. These are all worthy just the fact. And you know what? This is our anti bucket list, and we're never going to free bleed. I'm never, never going to free bleed. Nah. nah, nah. Good one, Mel. Thanks. I liked those. Thanks. Hey, um, you've been wondering about a couple of things, though. Oh, my God. Can you share with me what you've been wondering? Okay. Now, the actual question seems banal, if I can use that word. Right. But, oh, my God, what's to follow is so good. Okay. So, I was just wondering. Oh, okay. How many bless yous do you give an excessive sneezer? Now, we all know those people who sneeze multiple times in a row. I believe you have to say bless you when someone sneezes. Yeah, and I also yes. I hate when I say bless you and the person doesn't say thank you back. I hate that, mm. right? But like sometimes I'll sneeze up to six times in a row, and the, you no, you do not. No, you I do, do not sneeze six times. I do. My dad was the same. I'll like sneeze. Like my family sit and wait until I'm done, so they'll be looking at me six, six. And how bad is it when you go? And they're waiting and looking at you, and you just ugh, like too much pressure, and you've lost it. Oh. Anyway, my mum used to do three sneezes and then mm. there would always be like a 10-second break and we'd yes. be like, wait for it, and then it would, the last one would come. Yes. I think you I think you say bless you the first two times and then afterwards mm. if they're going to keep sneezing, you just wait until they're done bless and, you. and that's it, right? Bless you. I think I do it nearly every sneeze. I'm not giving you six though. No. I think I'd say bless you the first two times and then, and then I'd fuck let you, you go a few. <laughs> yeah, and then shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> but then, of course, I was thinking about this and then I thought, hmm, I wonder if there's any interesting facts about sneezing. This, oh, my God. Listen. You are so funny. These are so good. Okay. Okay. So do you know why we sneeze? No. Okay. So researchers from the University of Pennsylvania recently discovered sneezing occurs. It's almost like a um, a reboot of your computer when your like nasal passages need a reset. So oh. it could be that dust has gotten up there, or which makes you think, like you know, if you get pepper up your nose or you've been somewhere dusty, it triggers you to sneeze. Yes. So it's like clearing yes. out that environment. It needs a reboot to reset okay. everything. Right. Right. Like right. a turn it on and off if ever in doubt. Yeah. Sneeze. Um, the idea of your heart briefly stopping when you sneeze is not true. Oh. The thing is, which there's there was a myth that when people say bless you, that's why, because your heart stops when is you sneeze. Is that why we say bless you? Well, there's they say that, but they also say it could be linked to um, when the plague was around and a sneeze was a sign, obviously. Oh, that oh, you're going to die. Oh, 
they might have the plague and they're going to die. So bless you. Hope you haven't got the plague. Um, got you. Got you. Good. I never knew why we said that. God, we just say things and go along with things having right. no idea where Not or Not even questioning. And do you remember, um, I don't, Mark had never heard this when I said it to him last night, but um, there was this myth that if you sneeze 12 times in a row, it would be an orgasm. Like would, I remember, do you remember this? hearing that sneezing was the closest thing to an orgasm. Well, that's the thing. And a lot of people actually sneeze after they orgasm. It's like do a, they? Yes, right? It's just one of those things. But I'm like, I don't get the orgasm thing, but I would liken it to, you know, when you've been holding in a wee for ages. And yes. then, you, oh, my God, you get on the toilet and that, oh, that relief. Right. That's what I think See, it's I'm not like. partial to a sneeze. I don't, I'm not... I don't like a sneeze. So for, to me, yeah, I guess it does feel like a release. But when I'm doing it, I just am a bit annoyed because I'm like, oh, I usually will have done it after I put mascara on. There could be mascara under my eyes. I could have snot somewhere. It's more of a nuisance to me. A sneeze can be risky behaviour too. Risky, risky business behavior. having a honky donkey sneeze. I mean, stuff could come out of anywhere. I mean, that's. Yes, yeah, and if you do, you're right, if you need to go to the toilet. When I sneeze, I have to bend over. Yeah, cross your legs. Always, yep. even if I don't need to go to the toilet. Yep. Okay, so the um, you know that it's called onomatopoeia only because my kids have learned it in primary school. It's the word for the sound something makes. So, you know, we would say a chew. Oh, yeah. Different in different countries. So, so hold on, it's an onomatopoeia. 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 So, if you like the So, gun- how would you use that in a sentence? So, well, it's like an, saying noun or verb or whatever. So, it's the name of. So, it was like if you said um, the gun went bang. Right. That's, that's an onomatopoeia. So, saying what the, I think, I could be wrong, but that's that's Probably what I think not. it is, right? Mm. But Don't repeat this just because don't ever repeat anything you hear from this podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sure someone will let us know if I've got that wrong. So, the French say achum, Italians oh. say echi, which I've never heard before, but um. Japanese say hakushon, huh. Greeks say apshu, and the Chinese say hanchi. Fascinating. Oh. But now I'm going to floor you with the last fact that is so amazing. Oh, my God, okay. So the average time people sneeze is two or three times and for a few yeah. seconds, right? Do you want to know what the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest sneeze is? Oh, Okay. I hope that they were orgasming. It's actually quite. Oh my God. When you really think about it, it would have been a real rough trot. Yeah. Donna Griffiths of Worcestershire. I think that's how you say it in English. Worcestershire. 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 Remember there was that ad? Oh my God. There was that ad for that hot black man. And then the lady's like, Where are you from? And he's like, Oh, what's the hair? No, that was, no, that was somewhere else. But it was a Makona ad, I think. She said, I like ah. my men dark, I like my coffee dark and exotic like my men or whatever. And he goes, think, oh, really, thank you. Yeah. Something like that. If I find that grab, voice. I'll put it in. I'll put yes. it in. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Could you reach that for me? No, no, the Makona. Makakenia. I'm into something slightly more exotic. <laughs> like where you're from. Really? Twapshire. Oh, how wonderful. Anyway, so this girl, Donna Griffiths, she sneezed continuously Mm. from January 13th, 1981, when she was 12, until September 16th, 1983, 978 days, 
and she sneezed around 1 million times in the first 365 days of that. Now, I worked this out. That is 2,740 <laughs> sneezes in a day, which is that is awful. 114 sneezes per hour. And no one knows what caused her to sneeze or what caused her to stop. I'd just be, I'd say, you've got to knock me out. Knock me out. I mean, and if you wake me up and I'm still sneezing, knock me out. Put me in a in a coma. Look, and you actually can't sneeze when you're sleeping because it's a reflex, and that's sort of paralyzed, I guess, while you're sleeping. But like, isn't it bizarre? Don't you just assume why couldn't they fix that? Like, where was the medical team not helping her out? I don't know. But there was a girl I went to high school with Mm. who one day um, started hiccuping. In class, oh, yeah, and yeah. she couldn't stop hiccuping. It was just this concert. The teachers took her out and took her for a run around the oval. And the next day, oh, the, the hiccups, thing. well, the hiccups were more intense. And then at towards the end of the hiccup, she was like drawing out a sound. It ended up oh. she developed Tourette's. That became Tourette's, but it started with hiccuping. Every, wow, yeah, it's, it was unbelievable. And we were sort of watching it play out in Unfold. class. And she left school, I think, because it was just oh, bless. was yeah. Too distracting yeah. and she would have been embarrassed. Mm. Oh, the poor thing. Yeah. Mm. So there you go. Well, I love that you um, basically took over the podcast with sneeze facts. I mean, I know it sounded boring, but there were things in there that were fascinating to me. I think your tone, your delivery, your excitement, and then – yeah, a couple of them were like, oh, that's interesting. Like that's the shit that none of us are ever going to forget now and it's yeah. so completely useless. Tell friend. Like, it's, <laughs> it's never going to come up on a trivia quiz how long has been the longest time somebody sneezed. No, but tell me no one's ever going to share that information if someone sneezes and then you go, hey, listen to this. You know what I heard? Yeah. And then while you're doing that, say to that person, this is where I heard it. And you grab their phone and you subscribe to show and tell the podcast and you say, listen oh, to these. there you go. I My know. job is redundant. Yeah. Um, well, that is us, everyone. Thank you so much if you're still listening. It's a small miracle Mm-mm. and uh, you probably deep dive Rude. as much as Mel does into stuff. <laughs> um, but hit us up on our socials anytime. Show and tell online is where you can find us on Instagram. Our patrons, thank you so much. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Show and Tell Online is where you can grab a membership from about, I think it's about $5 um, a month, helps with the running of the podcast, and you get an extra podcast just for the patrons every um, two weeks. Yeah. But, legends, we are out of here for now. Tootie McFruity. Love yous. Love yous.